cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. And just like that, we are on. Welcome to Life with Lebang, a weekly podcast brought to you by cliffcentral.com, a safe space where we come through, we hang out, we get to know each other, and we share our life experiences. Thank you so much for tuning in and hanging out with me. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you're doing, you are doing it with a smile on your face. My name is Lebang Khosana, and if this is your first time listening, then welcome to the family. And yeah, I'm I'm quite, you know, I'm quite ready to do this today. Um, there has been a little bit of a shift. If you're like an avid listener, you'll know that in the past couple of weeks, things have kind of changed a little bit where, you know, we've literally just opened up uh, the phone lines and said, if you are feeling some type of way about something or if there's something weighing heavy on your heart, then this is the right show for you because all you need to do is just like contact me, let me know what you're experiencing, how you're feeling. And if there is a problem that you're going through or currently facing, I am more than happy to talk you through it and to share my advice on how you can get through it even quicker. Um, and hope that after you at least listen to a show or listen to an episode, then you'll feel a lot better about whatever situation that you are in. And today is no different, of course. It might be slightly triggering. So if I do say anything today that will just go make you go, woo. Then I apologize in advance But it is what it is We are not going to shy away From the things that we experience As human beings Some of the problems that we face On the daily And with that being said I recently received a letter Via DM You know technology is so great It's like I received a letter via DM Lerato just kind of slid into my DMs And just let me know what was going on with her And she has suffered from anxiety in the past And now she has a deep fear that this anxiety is resurfacing again. Um, And she's, you know, in her letter, she just says, you know, she's got a history of, um, you know, a a great childhood where everything was kind of fine growing up. And now she's 24 years old and she's recognizing that, you know, there's signs of anxiety redeveloping. And she says, my stressful ways developed into anxiety around four years ago. I wasn't lucky enough to keep any close friends from my schooling days and she went through a reckless phase after high school, which most of us can relate to. After some time, she got into a relationship um, and at this time, she had focused most of her time on her job and she was working two jobs, in fact, just to sustain this relationship. And not only that, but she used travel as her escape from the real world and as her escape from her problems and whatever it is that she was facing for her, her outlet was traveling. But as we all know, traveling, it doesn't come cheap. So she had to work her ass off. She was working two jobs to travel across the world. Not only that, but for her and her partner. So look, man, she's way better than me. Like She was willing to do this for her and her partner, which is fantastic because it means she must have really loved him. But now the issue is years later, she looks back and she's like, you know, maybe she shouldn't have given up so much of herself to accommodate her partner in these travels because it was a little bit of a selfish thing where the traveling was used as just an outlet to run away. 
from some of the things that she was experiencing. But her partner had no idea. Like her partner was just like, whoop, whoop, yeah, we just, you know, globe trotting. Look at us. Uh, but other than that, it did give us something to look forward to. She says, uh, it's something that got me through the long days of being miserable in my life. When I was on a plane and that plane took off, that meant I could escape the life I hated so much, even for a short period of time. And she was able to keep this pattern going just for well over two years. And that's where she developed horrific social anxiety. She goes on to say, my experience of dealing with social anxiety is a feeling of overwhelming fear when interacting with individuals and I wasn't even comfortable with. I was unable to look people in the eye when speaking to them and I struggled to keep a conversation going. I came off as both extremely quiet and shy and sometimes even rude, which is not who I am. During this period of my life, my self-confidence was as an, was at an all-time low and I felt disgusted every time I looked in the mirror. Oh, let it I stayed away from people as much as I could and felt I made an embarrassment of myself whenever I was out in public. And I constantly had a voice in my head that was saying, why would anybody want to be friends with you? You're ugly and pathetic. To wrap up her letter, she says, I recently started a job, a new job, which I thought was going to the beginning of my new career. However, things are not always perfect. And I realized that this job was really causing my anxiety to reappear. I was going back down this path of a, to a dark place that I have been in for so long. And I honestly don't want to go back to that dark place. I really don't know what to do now. Well, first and foremost, Lerato, thank you for, for sending that and being able to be so open with us here at Life with Lebang because... It's it's not easy to experience and feel something like that and so openly just share it. Because, I mean, we live in a world where we're constantly being judged. Whether it's by our peers, whether we're judging ourselves, whether it's family, friends, the list goes on. So firstly, the fact that you've identified that you are in a different phase of your life. However, you could be running the risk of going back to that darkness is the first step. Because... You at least are acknowledging that you don't want to go back there, right? And I guess a lot of people think that they have anxiety or hear the word anxiety quite often, now more than ever, because, you know, people are now speaking up more about how the things that they're going through, which is good. But I don't know if people really know that there's actually different types of anxieties and what anxiety could actually really be. So let me give you the, the, the dictionary definition. Hopefully this, this will make sense. Anxiety is a normal emotion. I repeat, anxiety is a normal emotion. It's just your brain's way of reacting to stress and alerting you of potential danger ahead. Everyone feels anxious now and then. So it's not just you, Lerato. It's not just you. For example, you may worry when you're faced with a problem at work before even doing the task or before even making an important decision. That little ounce of worry is anxiety because you get anxious. We're all humans. It's a normal emotion. Occasionally, anxiety is okay, but anxiety disorders are different. So there's, you know, there's different levels to this feeling. There are a group of mental illnesses that cause constant and overwhelming anxiety and fear. And the excessive anxiety can make you do things like avoid work, school, people, get togethers, any social situations that might trigger or worsen your symptoms. You may just want to not even be involved in at all because you're like, hey, my anxiety is wild. 
And I think for the most part is that in as much as anxiety is a normal feeling and it's a normal emotion and every human being goes through some sort of form of worry and anxiety, like the earlier you identify that perhaps I could be suffering from an anxiety disorder, the better for you. And I don't doubt that even from a young age as children, there's certain situations that could make you anxious and could make you, you know, step back and go, oh my word, 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 oh my word. And that's okay But you have to be able to identify it And say, hey, something is up This can't be normal If it's borderlining disorder Or if it is getting to that that place of disorder Then it's no longer just I'm feeling a little bit anxious You're not feeling a little bit anxious You are suffering from an anxiety disorder So there's a couple of different types of anxiety Which I'll just run through quickly Just in case you might suspect That you could have an anxiety disorder this generalized anxiety disorder where you feel, you know, just excessive, as unrealistic worry and tension with little or no reason. That is pretty straightforward. And I'm sure most of us know what that one is. Where it's just like, no man, all the time, jalonje, waya, waya, constantly, you're worried about something. Because generally this is now your natural reaction is to worry all the time. Even if there's nothing to worry about, you'll find something to worry about. This panic disorder is where you feel the sudden intense fear that brings on a panic attack. Now, during a panic attack, you may break out into a sweat, have like chest pains or a really fast pounding heartbeat. And sometimes you may even feel like you're choking or like low-key having a heart attack. So this is also a real one because... It happens, right, where physically your body is now speaking to you. And remember, your body is a powerful thing. It's a very powerful thing. Now your body is telling you that, hey, something is up, something is wrong. Like you're huffing and puffing, or you feel like you can't breathe, or your heart is just going all of a Sunday. That sounds like a panic disorder to me, and that is very dangerous. And if you can identify it as that, you need to get help as soon as possible. There's something called a specific phobia Which is when you'll feel in Like intense fear of a specific Object, situation Person or place Such as heights, flying And I mean this fear goes beyond What's appropriate and you know may cause you to Avoid ordinary situations If you've ever met anybody that has a fear of heights Then you will know how Almost exaggerated It'll sound like when they say to you No I've got a fear of heights and therefore I can't do ABC for you, if you don't have a fear of heights, you'll be like, dude, come on, man. We're just going up that flight of stairs. For them, they are literally and physically incapable and not able to proceed with this activity. Why? Because they've got a deep fear. And it could stem from anything. It could stem from anything. But that in itself is a real thing. And here's the one that we're talking about today. Social anxiety disorder. This is also called social phobia. So it's when you just feel this overwhelming worry and self-consciousness about everyday social situations. And you're obsessively worrying about others judging you or being embarrassed or ridiculed. Now, I am quite interested in knowing, I guess, some of the effects that an excessive use and dependence of social media has on social anxiety disorder because I can just imagine I'm lucky enough to never have experienced social anxiety disorder, but having met a few people who have, it just, it feels like the way they describe it is that it's this overwhelming place 
that you just don't want to be in because there's people that you now need to deal with, like speaking to people, and now it's like, ish, you must address people, and all of that are these difficult activities. And some of these people that I'm I'm speaking about are some of your faves. They themselves are in the entertainment industry. They are, they can be comedians. They can be hilarious. They can be really great actors and actresses. Actresses. But at such a point where they are in normal, everyday social situations and they just have to sort of be themselves. They have to like activate their minds to do that because they suffer from social anxiety disorder. So, Lerato, I know that you know what this is because you come from this dark place and this is how you describe it as a dark place. You know what some of these symptoms are, f- symptoms of like feeling shy, um, just uncomfortable in certain situations, you know, and, and things like that. Your comfort levels will always, you know, vary depending on the situation that you're in. And also it depends on your personality traits that you're in. But I want I want you to know that you don't have to go down that rabbit hole again, especially if you worked so hard to get out of it. I don't want you to stay there. I don't want you to live there. And my suggestion would be for you to get some professional help as soon as you can. Tuning into Life with Lebang and sending a letter is just step one. It's just like it's part of acknowledging that you may have a problem right now. And if you don't fix it now, if you don't prepare, then you'll end up having to repair later on down the line when things are you may think things will be looking up and they'll be better. But it would be at that point where it's like, oh, no, I know what this feeling is. And then the anxiety will creep up again. And there's quite a number of risk factors um, involved with literally ignoring it. There's quite a number, and I'm just quickly going to skim through them. Sometimes you'll obviously have extremely negative experiences. Children who experience things like teasing, bullying, rejection, humiliation, etc., they are more prone to social anxiety disorders. In addition, other negative events in life, such as family conflict, trauma, or abuse, may be associated with disorder. This is why I mentioned earlier that this is something that can even start from a young age. And the sooner you identify it, the better. In your working life or in the, like in your social life, there could be quite a number of demands. And social anxiety disorder symptoms typically start oh, in your teenagers. But meeting new people, giving a speech in public, blah, 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 making important work presentations, all of this may trigger symptoms for the first time. So you have to be careful. And if if this is left untreated, it can end up controlling your life, honey. Anxieties can interfere with your work, with your school, with relationships, or just your general enjoyment of life. It can cause low self-esteem. It can cause negative self-talk. And man, there's nothing worse than speaking negatively about yourself. About yourself? You don't like yourself? You don't see yourself as the greatness that you are? Because of anxiety? Oh no, honey, we need to fix that. You get, you have trouble being assertive? I can relate. Poor social skills? You isolate yourself? You've got low academic and employment achievements? Why? Because you just don't, you don't see yourself as worthy. Sometimes you even abuse substances. Sometimes you just drink too much, party too much, or whatever it is, you just do it too much. And the worst could be suicide or suicide attempt. So there's levels to this thing. So I want you to 
if any of this feels familiar, sounds familiar, or whatever the case is, just get it, get yourself some help and get yourself help early. As early as possible Because anxiety like many other mental health conditions Can be harder to treat If you wait too long Another thing that you can do in the meantime Is to keep a journal Because keeping track of your personal life Can really help you and your mental health professional Identify what's causing your stress your stress, And what seems to help you feel better So if you start to pick up a pattern Where it's like okay when this is happening, I'm happy Or when this is happening, I'm sad Then whoever you go to for help Will be able to assist you best Set priorities in your life You can reduce your anxiety by carefully managing Your time and energy Make sure that you spend time doing things that you enjoy I think I probably say that In every single episode Like In the past couple of weeks I've reiterated this very term In one or other way But you have to spend more time doing things that you love Do things that you enjoy if you're struggling to identify those things then take a step back and list the things that you're currently doing the activities that you're currently engaging in and ask yourself if you do enjoy them if the answer is no then find something else to do try new things once you can just clutch onto something you love or something that makes you feel good keep doing that the last thing is to avoid unhealthy substance abuse, alcohol and drug use, even caffeine, nicotine, all of this. They can just worsen your anxiety. If you're addicted to any of these substances, quitting can make you anxious. If you can't quit on your own, get some healthcare assistance, find a treatment program, etc., etc. But what I am going to leave you with today and take out a pen and notepad and write this down. If you're currently feeling as though you could be suffering from any form of anxiety. You must contact the South African Depression and Anxiety Group because they will assist you. Their number is 0800-567-567. That's 0800-567-567. That is my advice for you today. If you are even suspecting that there's a possibility that... You could be suffering from any form of anxiety that I've spoken about today. Um, if it rings a bell, if it's possibly triggering to you in any way, and it's a difficult conversation to have. I won't lie to you. It's not easy. It's not because when I speak to my peers who have gone through this for most of their lives, it's almost like an instant misery. That I wish I could just take away from them And just help them and say What's wrong? Are you okay? Do you want? Do you need someone to talk to? And the fix isn't Something that quick and easy It's not just a conversation that's going to make them feel better It's not You know a magic potion that they're just going to Drink something out of a bottle and just feel 100% okay The recovery is a process It's a journey And I don't think that it's a journey that anybody should go through by themselves. So don't wallow in your sorrow. Don't live in a place of disarray. Find the strength to live in a place of solutions. Try to find a plan to assist you in what you're experiencing. And then I think that's the first step. That would be the first step to you at least making it out of the current situation that you're in. And so to Al Slerato, thank you 
for sending that letter because that means again you've identified that something is up and my last words with for you today will be please can you call the South African Depression and Anxiety Group on 0800-567-567 because I promise you they can help you way more than I can and nothing that I can promise you is that you're going to be A-OK. Cliffcentral.com